0: Later in our service, what the angel said to the shepherds today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you, he is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And we're going to be thinking this morning about that sign that the angel pointed out. The sign of a baby lying in a manger. We're going to be thinking about what that means and why that is significant even still today. Well, we're going to start by thinking about signs, Christmas signs, and we've got a little great Christmas food signs quiz. Can you cope with the excitements? Well, here we go. So what you've got to do is you've got to look at the signs on the screen and you've got to tell me what food they are pointing to what Christmas food is represented by these signs go on then mince pies do you see mince spies mince pies okay you get the idea this is how it works okay you've got to think a little bit laterally okay what's going on here what signs have we got here Brush. Yes, yeah, so you go. Brush. Uh, Brussels sprouts, and then the R is missing, so it's spouts. There you go. Brussels sprouts. Okay. What do we got here? Walnuts. Walnuts easy one. <laughs> Walnuts. Excellent. Okay. Roast, turkey, so roast, tur, without the bun, tur, tur- key, roast turkey. Okay, and uh, here we go, one, uh, another one. What was it? Mold, mold wine. wine, yes, it's mold wine. <laughs> mold wine. I like that one. Okay, I think this one's my favorite. cranberry sauce cranberry sauce cranberry sauce okay fantastic well that was you you done very well five out of five all get prizes and uh, I'll go the hand back to Corin (laughs)
1: Luke chapter 2 verses 1 to 21 in those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belongs to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was placed to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them.
2: Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. Then the angels left them and gone into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who's lying in the manger. When they had seen them, he spoke. They spread the word concerning what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the se- shepherds said to him. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel gave given him before he was conceived. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks
0: be to God. We're going to be thinking about that sign, the sign of the manger. And um, we, uh, Luke is very keen to tell us that the sign is the manger. Did you hear how many times he talks about the manger in that reading? We had it in verse 7, that she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Uh, this will be a sign to you, verse 12, you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then when they go there, what do they find? They find that he is lying there, just as uh, the, uh, they were told, verse 16, they uh, they found Mary and Joseph and the baby. What was he doing? He was lying in the manger, Luke tells us. Luke is very keen that we notice this fact about the baby, where he is lying now this baby who is lying in the manger the whole point is he's no ordinary baby the angel has told the shepherds who he is did you hear that today in the town of David a savior has been born to you he is the messiah he is the lord he's a very important king who's come to save his people And did you hear also, right at the beginning of the reading, we heard also about another king, another king, another leader, another emperor, Caesar Augustus. And one of the things Luke is doing as he tells us this story, as he tells us what happened, is he's showing us, look how different King Jesus is from the big Roman emperor of the time that everyone would have thought was the boss of everything. Look how different Jesus is and one of the ways you can tell the difference is through this sign of the manger. Okay now to help us think about this I have put two envelopes around the church. One is red and one is green. Okay I want you to look where you are and if you find it you can bring it up and... Okay, fantastic. Right. Now, first of all, can we first of all open the red envelope? Now, I'm going to tell you about two different kinds of beds, okay? So they put Jesus in a manger. That was the only bed available. Okay, I, I thought I would find out about different kinds of beds. Now, the first bed, well, I'll tell you, what. how much is this bed worth? Can you, can you maybe read what it says? So tell us what, what's it called? The
1: Baldacino
0: Supreme bed prices $6.3 million and its features are 107 kilograms of 24 karat gold and Italian silk curtains. It's a limited edition of two that have ever been made. And here's a review. After selling my car, kidney and a small island to buy this bed, I can say it is worth every penny. The bed frame is literally dripping with gold leaf, which is excellent for promoting REM sleep and pretending you're a James Bond villain. Right, fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, should we? Uh, that's, the, that's the first one, the Baldacchino Supreme, $6.3 million. Let's see what the second one is. Okay, here we go. I'll put it on the screen. There we go.
2: Urban Earth House, price £5 per night, features. Second hand mattress in a field. Quote. We have an instant amount of in
0: insane. We've had an insane amount of interest. We have
2: an insane amount of interest for people to come and stay.
0: Fantastic. So that is the that is the Airbnb (laughs) earth house mattress. Okay, so it it was literally this is a true thing. They put it in a field to see Um, who would would want to come and sleep on this mattress, five pounds a night, in a field, somewhere in North London, apparently. And uh, they had an insane amount of interest, nevertheless, despite the fact, as you can see, it isn't up to much. Right, fantastic, guys. Well done. Do you want to go and sit down? Now, two different types of beds. Well done. Okay, just think about this. These two beds. Which would the Emperor Augustus have preferred were he around today can you think I think it's pretty obvious isn't it he would have expected to be in this bed wouldn't he because he's the emperor he's the boss he's the king of everything he can have whatever he wants of course he can have the baldacchino supreme bed for 6.3 million dollars or whatever it would have been in in, at that time Um, the kind of thing he probably did indeed have at that point But here is the shock that we see here in Luke chapter 2. Because who is Jesus? He is the saviour. He's come to save. He's the Messiah. He's the anointed one, the promised king in the Old Testament. He's the Lord. He's the Lord of all. He's the boss of everyone. He's the king of kings. He's greater even than the Emperor Augustus of the great Roman Empire. He's even greater than that, Luke is telling us, by those titles. He is as great as you can be. And where does he get to sleep? He doesn't even get the earth bed from Airbnb, does he? He gets a feeding trough for animals. He gets a manger because there is no guest room available. And so this is, remember this is a sign, Luke told us, a sign of the manger. This is a sign that he is a different kind of king. He's not the kind of king you're expecting. He's the kind of king who actually, Luke tells us later in his gospel, has nowhere to lay his head. He's the kind of king who, far from enjoying great victories and battles wherever he goes, he's the kind of king who is rejected by the people that he's come to serve. He's the kind of king who has come not to lord it over his people but to serve and to be a savior that is what the sign of the manger is pointing to who this king jesus is and what kind of king he is so we're back on page 1027 we're just going to notice three things about the We're going to notice three things about the shepherds and what they do with this sign. So first of all, they hear. So the angel's there with them and the angel says to them, there is this king who's been born, you need to go and see him. And the sign, remember, is the manger. So first of all, they hear. And we get to hear the same message today, don't we? that today still there is a saviour whose name is Jesus and he's come into the world so that we can be friends with God because Jesus grew up and he lived a perfect life and he died a death the death that we deserve but that he died in our place and so we get to hear that same message but what did they do then they then went and they saw and they saw just Luke tells us very clearly, they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. They saw the sign and they saw who was there. But the thing about seeing is it's easy to miss things, isn't it? Okay, so just think about this. Here's a, a picture on the screen. Now we have to wait, the bulb always goes out, so it, it sort of takes a moment or two just to warm up. Here it comes. Now, you might look at this and think, what's going on there? It's just the sort of trees in the forest. But in that picture somewhere, if you look very closely, there is an animal. Can you see where the animal is as it comes into clearer focus? It's quite hard to see. Can you see? Anybody at all, can you see... Any ideas? Call-outs? Phoebe. There's a deer. Where is the deer? No, you could just make up a deer, couldn't you? Do we believe you? Where is it? Anybody? Oliver, where is it? The right bottom corner. I think that is right. Here we go. So, can you see? I mean, it's quite hard to see, isn't it? But he is there. So you could, in, in the middle of, or just at the bottom of that red circle is a deer's face. And actually there's more than that. It's not just the face. If you follow down, you can see the body of the deer going off to the right of that red circle. So it, it is there. We see, but sometimes we don't see. And we have to see more clearly. The shepherd saw, actually the shepherd saw, what many people don't see about Jesus. So you think of Emperor Augustus off in his uh, palace somewhere. Um, He doesn't know who this baby is. Even perhaps, just little hints here, even perhaps Joseph and Mary's own family can't even make space for them in the house. They have to go in the room with the animals. I don't see who this king is but the shepherds have seen clearly and so that's the question for us today again isn't it do we see that this Jesus that we celebrate on at Christmas year, year in year out year after year perhaps we, we we think about him but have we seen like the shepherds that Jesus is the one who came to save from the ways we turned our backs on God the one who came to rule as the anointed king, the one who is Lord of all, who is the boss of everything, the boss of us. And you came not as the king to, to lord it over us, but to be a serving king with the sign of the manger. Have we seen? Well, they hear, they see, and then lastly, what do they do? They tell. So when they'd seen him they spread the words concerning what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. So do you see they tell of what they've seen and when they went off and told In one sense, you know, what did they say? Did they sort of have to learn a big sort of outline of what they were going to to say? No, they just said, look, this is the best thing ever, the most extraordinary thing. We've just seen a baby, but it wasn't just any old baby. We heard from the angel. The angel told us that there was going to be a king born and they told us the sign would be a baby in a manger. Who's ever seen a baby in a manger? What a ridiculous thing to say. But the angel said that. And we went off and we went looking and we found just as the angel had promised. So this baby is who the angel says it is. This is the Saviour, the Messiah, the Lord. And so they told. And so that is the invitation to us as well. as As we hear, as we see who Jesus is then to go from here and tell about who this king is so that the whole world can hear of this Jesus.